What if I told you you could turn your dreams into reality? And it might be easier than you think. That's what we're going to talk about on today's episode of Think Your Way to an Epic Life, sponsored by Casa Dream Team. So there is the number one in the entire world, the number one self-development book, if you look it up, most of you probably already know, if you guess it, it's called Think and Grow Rich. And so today I'm just going to go over some of the highlights of that book and talk about how you literally can change your life from wherever it is right now into what you desire. And we're going to talk about some just simple steps at the end on here's how to do it. Here's how you start. Here's step one, step two, step three, because I don't know if you're like me, but I like to make it very, very clear. So I'm going to read this quote from the book. I'm going to read it word for word verbatim just so that you get this. If you are one of those who believe that hard work, honesty alone will bring you riches, perish the thought. Riches, when they come in huge quantities, are never the result of hard work. Sounds anti-everything you have ever learned up to this point. But listen on. Riches come, if they come at all, in response to a definite demand based on the application of definite principles and not by change or luck. The way change is happening, guys, if you just look at the title of the book, it's Think and Grow Rich. And so if you're thinking about what you don't have, you literally are bringing it to you. And this might sound a little bit harsh, but you are where you are right now in life, wherever that is, because of your thoughts. And that sounds so, I don't know, I don't even know what to call it. It sounds so not real. It sounds so not down to earth. And the reality is maybe our thinking is what's out of whack, right? And so desire is one of the biggest things that has to happen in order for you to achieve what it is you want. It starts with desire and money only comes to those who become money conscious, money consciousness. The desire for money has to be so strong that you draw yourself towards it. We all know that there's a Bible verse that says something about the love of money is the root of all evil. And, and so please don't feel like I am in any way or that, that this book in any way is saying that you should love money. What money does is it amplifies who you are. And if you are a wonderful person and you add more money, you're just going to be more wonderful. And if you are a terrible person and you add more money, you're just going to be more terrible, right? So it's not a love of money, but it's what will the money do? So I want to ask you right now, one to 10 in your mind, how important is money to you? Some of you may say, well, money's not that important. I mean, I, I need to eat, but it's not that important. I don't, I don't really care about money that much. And that might seem like a good idea to you at the time. However, if I ask you this next question, how important is financial stability to you? Bet that number went up quite a bit. Now, if I was to ask your friends and your family, how important is financial stability to them? I'm thinking their number would be really high too. And so we have these ridiculous limiting beliefs about money. We all do. Everyone has to, you have to just overcome those ridiculous beliefs because you think that if someone has money, it's going to turn them into this terrible, awful person. Or why should they have so much? They already have plenty. You can get by with less. So why should you have so much? Well, once you get to that point, that's when you can really help others right? So the best way to help poor people, if that's the concern, is is like, man, I want to help poor people. Okay, the best way to help poor people is to not be one of them. 
You can't really help. You can't give what you don't have to give. So you have to make your desires very clear and put them in writing. And there is a power to that that, guys, I cannot begin to describe to you. I can look back at past journals that I've written in my lifetime, and I wrote something down that was very important to me, and I put a deadline or a date on it, and it happened. And I forgot all about it. I forgot that I had written that, and I went back later and saw, oh, my gosh, I wrote down this goal, and it happened like a week before my deadline, and I totally forgot about it. So there's something that happens when you write it down, and then you kind of forget about it, but it does give your intention out there. It gets your intention out there. So um, the starting point for all achievement is desire. So go back in your mind and think of something that you really thought, there's no way I could ever do that, and yet you did it, and you accomplished it, and you accomplished it at a really high level. Why? Well, because you wanted it so bad. And sometimes you can't want it bad enough for yourself. So maybe, just maybe, you need to want it for someone else. Who do you know that could be incredibly benefited if you had financial abundance? Who, who would be benefited by that? Who, who around you and, and in what ways? Then the next one is the big, the big heading here is habits and, and habits. Some people look at habits as like a, as a nasty word. However, I will tell you, habits are what creates the reality around you. And people look at very successful people and they think, oh my gosh, they have so much discipline. And yes, they have discipline. How much discipline they have is limited. Every single one of us is incredibly limited in how much discipline we have in a day, which is why it's really a good idea to start your habits early in the day, in the morning, and then you create it to be a habit. So working out, for example, working out is something I cannot imagine not doing every day. It is not something that I have to go, oh, man, I have to work out. I've got to, uh, I've got to work out. No, it's just, that's what I do like brushing my teeth. Has it always been that way? No, not at all. But once, so you do have to have a decent amount of discipline to get a habit started. And that's why I say do it in the morning. And that's when you have the most juice to be able to start doing something different is in the mornings. And so you, once you get that habit done, then you bring in the next habit. What else do I want to do? What's my next habit that I want to make better? Mind control is a result of self-discipline and habit. You control your mind or it controls you. I also like the saying, talk to yourself, don't listen to yourself. If you are spending time in your head, when you have a thought that comes into your mind that is not empowering, if you have a thought that you're thinking about, somebody walks by and you think, I don't really like that person or I don't like the way they wear that or whatever, that thought, that negative thought is going to impact all the cells in your body. Absolutely. And so as soon as a negative thought comes in your, in your mind, you can't control that it came there, but you can stop it at that point. And Mel Robbins book, um, the five second rule, absolutely phenomenal book to help you literally. And I'll just give you the cliff notes now, because you can start using this in your, in your mind right now. As soon as a thought that's not empowering comes in, Five, four, three, two, one. Actually say it out loud and then say a mantra. A mantra could be, I'm a strong and powerful person. Um, I can feel God's wealth circulating through my life and avalanches of abundance. I got that one from Tony Robbins. And so you've got to talk to yourself. You've got to literally program this 
unbelievable tool that we have been given and you program it to look for what it is you want in life, not for what you don't want. So stop the complaining and start seeing what you can do to make someone else's day better. Do what you can to make other people's lives more enjoyable. And and Brian Buffini says this all the time, and I love it. You give it out in slices, and it comes back in loaves, right? So whatever you're putting out in the world is coming back to you. So it's very, very important that you do that. Now, success and failure are largely, largely, largely related to what your habits are. And so take some time and look and ask yourself, what do I do? And then catch yourself. You you can pick up your phone and I'm just going to check one thing. And the next thing you know, three hours have passed and you have no idea what you did with your day, right? So so when you are, let's say that you are going to check social media, fine, check social media, but set a timer, right? Your phone, talk to your phone, talk to your phone. It's beautiful. Timer for five minutes, boom. And then when the five minute timer goes off, you put it down. So you don't allow yourself to lose precious, valuable time that you could be using to learn something new. All right. So this next one, I have to confess, I need to work on myself big time. So imagination, you remember when you were a kid and you had imagination and you just had fun all the time and everything was an adventure. What happened? What happened to us? Um, imagination or visualization. uh, This is one of the coolest things that has ever happened to me in my life. And it's a little bit of a long story, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit the highlights for you. I, I was introduced to Tony Robbins when I was in my mid-20s. And I, I had listened to his 30-day program, and they were on cassette tapes. That should tell you how long ago this was. They were on cassette tapes, and I listened to his program. And in there, he said, you need to visualize what you really want. And at that point in my life, I really couldn't imagine anything grand or big. All I could imagine was this guy, I want to meet this guy, Tony Robbins, because he had already really changed my life within no time. And, and so that was what I decided to visualize. And so I would just visualize that, that I was talking to him and I was looking up at him and he was talking to me. And it, and I did that for however long back then, way back then. Fast forward almost, well, it was well over 25 years later, I go to my first live Tony Robbins seminar and it was Unleash the Power Within in Dallas, Texas. And uh, I took my office manager with me. I owned a Remax at the time. And so we went to the seminar and I had a sprained ankle. And one of the volunteers for Tony Robbins came and asked us if we could walk. And because of my ankle, and I said, yes. And he took us out of the building. He changed our lanyards. He gave us new lanyards that were Diamond Premier seating. We walked all the way to the front, sat down within no time. I am not exaggerating, you guys. I sat down. My office manager's next to me, and Tony Robbins came and stood right there and talked. It was a live seminar, but he talked to me directly for well over an hour. It was the coolest thing ever. Totally forgot that I had envisioned it 25 years prior until about two weeks after I got back and I was at home and I was working out, and my visualization of of that came back, and it gave me chills all over. Please hear me when I tell you, you literally bring about what you think about. That is something that I, 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 
there's no other way to explain everything that had to happen for that to happen. I bought nosebleeder nose seats to that. Now, I will tell you, I'm going again shortly, and I got seats right up front, so hopefully I'll have another Tony encounter. That's that's what I'm counting on. I'm, visioning, I'm envisioning that that's going to happen, right? So please take the time to figure out what you want and make sure that when thoughts come into your mind that are counter what you want, that you just annihilate them. Five, four, three, two, one. I'm a strong and powerful person. Or um, Brian Tracy, one of his favorite uh, affirmations is I like myself. And he just says it over and over and over again. I like myself. I like myself. I like myself. And guys, when you, when you just can't get your brain to shut out, shut up, you have to overpower it and, and interrupt. And I know we're taught not to interrupt, but I'm giving you permission. Interrupt, interrupt your brain. So still on imagination as the main topic and the ideas are the beginning points of, of everything that you see in your reality. There was a time folks, literally the man who invented the radio, it's not that he invented it. He discovered it right when, when, when he, his best friends had him locked up as if he was insane. When he said, look, I'm going to put a machine in here and you're going to be able to hear with no wires. There's going to be no wires. You're going to be able to hear from anywhere in the world on this machine. And I'm going to put one in every home. They put him away. You are crazy. That's not possible. When someone said, and it was our president of the United States, we are going to, he talk about a clear goal. My goodness, you couldn't have a more clear goal than this. We are going to put a man on the moon and bring him back safely within this decade. Very clear, very concise, and and it was an amazing feat. And so you have to really imagine, don't shut yourself down. If you get that kind of an inspiration, if you see that kind of a vision and it makes the hairs on the back of your neck stand up, pay attention to it. Follow it. Go down that road and see where it takes you. If you don't see riches in your imagination, you will never see them in your reality. You just won't. And let me tell you guys, I'm being real here. I have lived in genuine poverty, absolute genuine poverty in every way, in every sense of it. And, and I have lived with abundance and it is much, much better to do it with abundance. I'm able to serve so many more people because I'm putting on my oxygen mask, right? That's what it's about. All thoughts that have been emotionalized. In other words, let's say when you're saying your affirmations, uh, again, Tony Robbins, he, he says, when you're saying your affirmations, you have to get into it. You have to really feel it. And, and he, he, before every time before he walks out on stage, he gets on this little trampoline and he jumps up and down and he says, I'm going to be able to, to really impact these people. And that, and he still does it guys. Why does he still do it? Because it works. So talk to yourself with emotion. I'm a strong and powerful person. Like you mean it, you know, seriously mean it. And then it, then it comes to be. All right, so this next section is about knowledge. And this is where a lot of us, I think, that are super achievers and we want to learn everything we possibly can, a lot of times we miss the action step. And so, yes, you need knowledge. You should constantly have knowledge. But knowledge without action is absolutely wasted. You have to take out. If you think that literally... I'm telling you, think and grow rich. But if you think that you can sit at home and um, and the money's actually going to come to you, no, that is not what this is about at all. You have to take action, but you also have to think and you have to believe that it's possible because anything that your mind can believe, it can achieve. 
absolutely, if you believe it's possible. Think about the Wright brothers. Oh my gosh, can you imagine how embarrassed their mama and daddy were? <laughs> like these boys think they're going to fly. Okay, let's put them in the, in the psych ward. So, so you will you will get that. One of the things that I really want to mention here is anytime you start thinking like this, it's incredibly important who you share your goals with. It's much more important who you do not share your goals with. There is something called the crab effect. And when in order to catch crab, they, they put a basket on the floor of the ocean. And the crab, there's no lid. And the crab will crawl in and they'll eat the crab food. And once the food is gone... One crab will say, okay, this was great. Thanks, guys. It was nice meeting you. It was nice breaking bread with you. I'm out. And then he goes to climb out. The other crabs will literally pull him down. He says, no, no, there's no more food. I'm going to go somewhere else. And he tries again. They will break his limbs to keep him down. Humans will do that to you too. And please understand, they love you. They, a lot of them, maybe not all of them, maybe some of them, it's completely selfish that they're trying to keep you from your dreams. However, a lot of them do it because it is scary. Like, oh my gosh, you're growing, you're changing. That means you're leaving me and I don't want you to leave me. So they will, with all good intention, say, no, 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 you really don't want to try that. Oh my gosh, that's not a, that's not a good idea. So don't tell those people right? You've got to find someone who believes in you. And sometimes guys, you have to find someone who believes in you when you don't believe in you. Sometimes you have to ride on their belief that you can do something. And I find that a lot in coaching. I I have the honor and the privilege of coaching some of the top business owners in the state. And you will find that at the beginning, sometimes they just need you to tell them that they can do it. And then they can believe because you believe it. So find a really good mentor. It's it's an incredibly important step. I'm sure you've heard the saying, knowledge is power, right? Well, the truth is knowledge is not power. Knowledge is potential power. And then you also hear the word luck. I'm going to tie these two things together. Luck is opportunity met with preparation. So, for example, this incredible career that I get to have, that I get to enjoy, it happened because I got lucky. I was out to lunch with a wonderful friend who happens to be an investor with Keller Williams, and she gave me this opportunity to become a coach. Unbelievable opportunity. So that's lucky. If I had taken the job and I was not prepared to be a coach, the luck would have been the opposite. It would have been, it would have ended horribly if I, if I, you know, so, so that's what I mean by luck is opportunity met with preparation and knowledge is power in the same way, right? Knowledge is power only if you apply the power that you apply only if you apply the knowledge. Guess how many books the average American reads every single year? Nope. Nope. I don't know what you guessed, but really it's one. One. Guess how many books the average CEO reads every year? It's 60. Once you start to really learn, let me tell you something, guys. If you run into someone who's super arrogant because they know a lot of stuff, they probably really don't know that much because I can tell you from reading hundreds and hundreds of books, the more I learn, the more I know how little I know. Everything is changing. So, so you've got to continuously learn. Folks, if you have your PhD 
and you got it 20 years ago, most of what you learned is completely irrelevant today. You have got to continue to learn all the time. And so develop a hunger for learning. To the action steps. Guys, you have to have persistence. You have got to be able to persist through whatever happens. There's a great book called Acres of Diamonds, and it's a true story about a man who gave up on his dreams. He had this wonderful life, and he left it to go find something else. The next man found the largest diamond vein that was ever discovered. So you have to keep going, right? And there is a good time to stop, too. There is a time that you have to say, okay, it... I need to take a different direction, but that's where a mentor comes in. That's where you need to talk to someone that's outside of it, that's not too close to it, and let them ask you questions so that you can get clarity. Or if you don't have someone like that, write it out. You've got to keep a journal. So action step number one is that you're going to keep a journal. From from this day forward, you are going to keep a journal and you're going to write down like my goal for you ultimately is five things every day that you're grateful for that happened in the past 24, 24 years. Five things, five things that you're grateful for that happened in the past 24 hours. What that does is it retrains your mind to look for what you're grateful for, and that will attract more of what you're looking for instead of what you're not looking for. The next step is to change who you're spending time with. Guys, it's imperative if you're hanging out, whoever you're hanging out with, literally, if you were to take the income of the five people that you spend the most time with and divide it, add it up and then divide it by five, it's going to be within a couple thousand dollars of what you make every year. And so if you want your life to be different, you need to spend time with people whose life are different and they can help show you the steps along the way. One of the things that I find very interesting as from my perspective of going from utter poverty to financial comfort is people with money talk about money. Poor people never talk about money. They don't ever talk because it's embarrassing. Like they, they're just struggling just to survive. And it is not a place of empowerment. So that would be your next step. And the last thing I want to tell you guys is that riches don't respond to wishes. You have to set a definite plan for how you're going to achieve it. And so just brainstorm out some stuff. Have some fun with this. Please leave a comment below and let us know how we can help you. Thank you.